Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. Let's see what Kevin, Carl, and Dimitri have for us this week. I'm hosting. So, um, <clears throat> hey guys, this week, Unpopular Opinion, um, and I, I fucked it up. It was supposed to be 2021. So, for me, it's going to be broadly, but for you guys, it's going to be 2021. And hey for Carl. listeners out there, he actually said Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular. That's why he missed it. He just wrote things that were unpopular <laughs> opinions. <laughs> but at yeah. least you were talking to me. We're going to talk about watches now. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I have a lot of politics. That's not going to be good. <laughs> uh, fake news. <laughs> I have like a top 10 fake news of 2021. Oh, yeah? COVID. Is that really a thing? <laughs> it's not a thing. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Vaccines. They don't exist. They don't exist. <laughs> what Aliens, is? though. Guys. 5G <laughs> is a thing. chip. It's a chip. It's not very s- good either. No, it's not. But it's my terrible. reception has been terrible. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I still have to connect to the Wi-Fi. It, it, it's terrible. Um, so we'll, we'll have, uh, I think, we'll have like between five and seven opinions each. Unpopular opinions. Very unpopular of 2021. Well, f- for me, <laughs> I went with some of them, like people like it, so I don't. And the other round, I I, I, um, I don't like it and people do. I, I, I know you, That's Kevin, fine. you That's had a lot of living. color stuff. You're kind of a racist. Of well, all of your opinions Greens. are unpopular because you're un- unpopular. So. Me, yeah. <laughs> no one knew me, so I'm like, I'm not popular. <laughs> like, there's my mom. <laughs> your Even best friend. There's your mom. <laughs> I see where you go with this. <laughs> she, she doesn't know you. She doesn't know me very well. Um, you're, like, you're the car guy. <laughs> <laughs> she calls me when she has car problems. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, slash mechanic yeah. slash disappointment. <laughs> drive through mechanic car guy uh, so you're Kevin, the poster boy for abortion <laughs> oh my god <laughs> jesus christ it's like it's never too late <laughs> you're you're survivor yeah it's good you <laughs> survived an abortion <laughs> i survived twice <laughs> when, when i was five years old it's like very late abortion <laughs> how do you how do they try to abort you the second time <laughs> you would just be standing there she's like kick him down the stairs <laughs> Uh, I that think it's ba- also that, ba- <laughs> that baby got some height. <laughs> it's about I feel t- like you can't call it abortion the second time. It has to be just murder at this point. Right? Oh, no, it's a, it's a real late. The technical abortion. term is murder. Really late, late like late like abortion. you were a teenager. Like people would tell you, <laughs> abortion is also murder, right? So uh, when I was saying politics <laughs> earlier, exactly. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> so, Kevin, do you have any new watch this week? I'm not wearing a new watch, but you do have a lot of new watches. I do not have new watches today. This week, I am wearing my Oris Diver 65 Sunset Brown. I am not going to say the reference because it literally is Bingo. like <laughs> ten uh, digits. Is it a, a Sunset Brown? It's, it's called Sunset, Sunset Brown. Uh, Sunset Brown. The reason I'm called Sunset Brown is because there is also the Honey Brown version, which is a mm, lot and more this orange. Mark Brown. That's not so good. That doesn't sound as good, no. no. Unless uh, Hershey, Hershey, Hershey Brown. Yeah, that could work. This one I have on a br- black uh, tropic rubber strap by the brand tropic it is the best one you can get it is not uh cheap it's from tropicstrap.com you can find it and uh the strap itself it's like you can get 10 percent discount if you sign up to it the genuine this is ponzi black you're talking about <laughs> tropic strap sells for and you can get it in 20 or 22 millimeter for the lug width. It's made in Italy from 100% vulcanized rubber. It's 79 US dollars. Goddamn, so like 100 bucks. <laughs> it's like 100 bucks. But it is the best tropical. Very comfortable. 2022, you said? But 20 or 22. You see, every time that he has a new rubber strap for her, like he doesn't have twice of the same brand. And every time he tells us that's the best 
galvanized rubber you can get. <laughs> you yeah. said that with Very Everest? Nice. You said that with, with Tropic? I think that uh, <laughs> they're paying him. Yeah, he probably owns like like shares in, in rubber. And straps. In general. Big rubber. <laughs> big rubber's up to something. Big rubber, yeah. <laughs> From Big Rubber Company. Yeah. No, it's, it's very nice. I, I also saw you had the Uncle Seiko waffle strap before, which is, I think, very cool too. But, you know, this is very nice. Uh, waffle? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I do. Yes, 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 yes. See, yes. I know you better than uh, you think. <laughs> it's, sure. also, it's also an easy guess with Kevin. You can say many yeah. things about watches. You, you can have, just say... You have this... You go, uh, probably. I did have that. <laughs> ah, you did have that. You can just <laughs> name a watch-related product and be like, Kevin, you have that. He goes, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, something like that. And even yeah. if it's not true, you go, nah, probably. You know yeah, what? Probably, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't remember. I don't remember let's which locker. On, let, let's bet on the safe side. Yes. <laughs> uh, I have to check with my uh, inventory system. Which, yeah. uh, which SAP. Pallet, which pallet uh, my, my watch uh, a warehouse. is on. Use SAP. Uh, oh, nice. That's nice. Industrial-grade uh, supply chain management system yeah. yeah nice also known as sap what are you wearing this week <laughs> i'm wearing the same watch as last week i'm wearing my speedmaster professional moon watch uh the the, the other thing that uh, i'm not gonna talk about it because i talked about it last week but what i will talk about is that uh, uh you know our bet that uh, omega is gonna make another speedmaster this year and i'm, <laughs> I'm calling it because is it a I bet looked, <laughs> i looked at no but not a bet but uh, i i think that because I looked it up. There's a uh, in 1972 was the it's 50 years ago exactly. Uh, it was the last year that they had the moon mission. I feel like Omega is gonna create a Speedmaster to celebrate that, <clears throat> or milk it. It depends how you see it. Yeah, milk it probably the better word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they will find a way to monetize that uh, yeah. little little fact that doesn't really. The, mean uh, the white gold they just released is it a limited edition? Yeah, uh, well, it's limited for me because I can't afford it. <laughs> it's like a eighty thousand dollar watch. Yeah. Beautiful watch. Beautiful, beautiful canopy gold, right? Yeah, canopy. Yeah, that's a nice. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Doesn't watch. look like gold at all, like no. steel, right? Yeah, and I'm not about precious metals when I look at watches. I prefer stainless steel all the time. Mm. Well, depends. What if you had the money and you get into white gold? You'd be like, damn yeah. it, I'm good. <laughs> well, I, and I, the answer, the answer to that would be because some watches only come in precious metals. Yeah. So you know you can you don't have a choice. Like if you want to get a let's say a, a day date right from Rolex. Yeah. They only come in the precious metals. They like don't the have Cellini, yeah, stainless yeah, steel. Yeah. Uh, I would love to have a day date, but what, like they all thirty thousand dollars. Vacheron and steel. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> still thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> but but I don't prefer in general like a, a precious metal watch. In ge- right. Especially sorry when it doesn't necessarily fit to my understanding it doesn't fit the, the watch itself and, and it's purely like a money grab. That's when I don't like precious metals watches. Well, it's jewelry, right? At that point. Yeah. The, the, well, like it. Well, I'm gonna talk about that a bit later. But technically, every watch is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> it definitely isn't a tool anymore. But no. there's there's watchmaking, and sometimes there's jewelry makers that make watches. Yeah. Sure. Uh, anyway, so this week, <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing my Pelagos, the reference. Oh, you still have that? I thought you sold it for the FXD. I need to see the FXD first. Two five six zero zero T, so it's the blue one. Uh, I, I tried to remove the bracelet this week, and you broke all of your tools because it's uh, titanium grade too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it didn't work. I got kind of frustrated, and then didn't do it. <laughs> do you want me to do it? Uh, okay, but I don't have the other straps. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was like slowly but surely starting to scratch it. So I was like, okay, I'm out. Oh, the screw links. Are you retarded? <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> You're yes, trying I'm to retar- push it out. Well, I just tried to move it with the 
No, the they're screw-links. Oh, you're trying to remove the links? If no, 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 the, uh, the, 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 bracelet. the bracelet. I, I want to put my rubber bands on it. Oh, from this? Yeah. Okay, I have the paints. You just... Yeah, so I only have the one side thing. I don't have the double one. Even the one side thing. But I have a, have a Bergeron, a Bergeron, the one that's... I don't know. They, I, I look online, they're all expensive, those yeah. two things. It's if you like want, 100 yeah. bucks. I was like, come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> well, first you you do, that's a cheap one. <laughs> first, you got to do is take this off, and then you can take this off easily. But I can do it in a minute. And honestly, it's I'll like, take this off in two seconds after. We, we, we haven't two talked seconds. about it. Okay, do it right now. <laughs> 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 I'll just do Seven it during the podcast. Keep going. Uh, what, uh, uh, what we never talked about this before, and I think maybe it deserves a special episode, is that uh, watchmaking tools. For somebody mm. who's into watch, it's a it's a good thing to discuss because uh, when I started to get into watches and I wanted to like change straps on my Seiko SKX, I just went on Amazon and bought like a cheap um, a cheap uh, cool. set. Uh, there's a huge difference between the quality of those sets. Huge, I say. And the reason I say that is because you know what? When I change a bracelet on my Omega, I don't use those Amazon sets because the metal quality it's very soft, so like y- you will scratch a lot. But at the same time, my Omega came in with the uh, with the tool, spring bar tool, spring bar tool to change uh, uh, to change it mm-hmm. for the Velcro or to change it for the NATO yep. strap. I use that all the time for everything because, it, like the metal that it's made of, it's so strong and sturdy. Mm. It's but so the much thing better. Is you want that tool to be a softer metal than your watch, technically, right? Because it's not gonna. I, I agree it. with you hundred percent, but it's just the level of finish that mm. that but one is a lot thinner and yeah. a lot more precise. So you can really like squeeze it in without scratching yeah. anything. Because there's a lot of um, finishing tool in watchmaking and other industries that are in brass because it's a soft metal, right? right? So or plastic, maybe perhaps even could yeah. work, right? Like a hard plastic or something. Kevin's gonna fuck up my watch so bad. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! god. Oh gravity. my god! What are you doing? He's using gravity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, against a spring. <laughs> well, I, I think if you if you hit it really hard on the table, it will unlock. Mm. The trick is the trick is to stab the uh, escape valve. The trick, yeah, the trick is that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, you, if you have um, if you have like a gas burner, mm. which is go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it the, go? What's the what's the <laughs> sorry? What's the what's the melting point of titanium? <laughs> we can remove the we can remove the bracelet that way. <laughs> Nothing is tight if it's melting. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, I'll open it. I'll, I'll open the episode. I'll the, open it. Yes, as with, a host. You yes, should, yeah. yes. I'm I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. I'm hosting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say something that uh, for the whole year of last year I was. Like you guys didn't appreciate it, but I did. It's what the pandemic? I didn't appreciate that, but uh, second, second. Oh, oh, unpopular opinion. They're, you don't like them. I love them, but, but that's not an unpopular opinion. Yeah, like at this table, oh, I'm the only one who like okay, it. Okay, right. And online, there's like it's fifty-fifty, but like it's mainly like. 70-30, right? 30% of the people like it and 70% of yeah, people hate ta- it. Yeah, everybody who has taste doesn't like it, yeah. Oh sure. my God, it's definitely niche. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. for me, I just feel that like Sagon Sagon is a breath of fresh air in the wash world. They're trying things different. They're pushing limits, right? And it's working. <laughs> for, not for everyone, at least for me it is. Um, and I, I think on the long run, it's going to push uh, watch manufacturer to do maybe crazier ends and or dials. I don't know if it could affect uh, uh, to that extent, right? Um so for people that uh, maybe don't know Sagon Sagon, uh, it's pretty much they're replacing the um, Sagons and or the higher ends on uh, uh, older classic watches to some pixelated 
designs, right? So uh, for Rolex as a sword, the Rolex Air King with uh, either like a, a cloud or a paper airplane. Uh, and even have um, jellyfish on the Nevada Gretchen. Yeah, I was about to say they even have like uh, a razor on H Moser. More and more brands with uh, collabs, right? With H Moser, uh, with um, Second Second. So the H Moser, there's the uh, Nevada Gretchen jellyfish with the Pac-Man, and there's this, uh, the last one was uh, the um, Louis Erard. Um, who had like a Louis that Air- is the one I like the 404 yeah, error yeah. right they, they changed the name of the watch to Louis Error like Error so it's the 404 Error and it's going to see it once uh, once an hour when the all the lines uh, yeah. aligns god damn it so what you a, know what so that's cool And but the thing is even on the Louis Error website um, they say that Louis Error had the courage to say human beings should not uh, they're wrong be, Wow, human beings are not complete with a good dose of humor and self mockery. That's their brand branding for that watch. So they're wrong, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what he meant. Lou Erard. Yeah. Because yeah. humans can be can say they're they're wrong, right? Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Told you, I got it. That not a single scratch. It was very easy. You scratched everything. You mm-hmm. owe me a new watch. Can I give you guys a, a trick, real no, quick? Please okay. no. <laughs> Fine. What was the trick? Ah, see, now you want to know. Normally, you have two prongs. You have a thing to as a as a push out bar here. Yeah. And sometimes you have the hook for the spring bars. Yeah, fork. What I the fork? Yeah. But this is a Bergeron. This is a very good quality um, tool. Why did you move the bezel? Are they from Quebec? Uh, I think they're French or Swiss. They're Swiss made. Sorry. The uh, the fork. Sometimes you'll have trouble pulling out the spring bars because the way that they're so refined. Use the straight edge as the push out tool as opposed. The one that you use to, to push out through the lug, the lug mm-hmm, holes, the mm-hmm. bracelet. Use this to push it down. You get better grip on the round than the fork itself. It doesn't seem to grasp. And you see there's no markings, nothing. It's super well done. Well, there's a bunch of markings. But yeah, that's all scratched everywhere. The dial is all scratched. It's all scratched. A la Carl. Yeah, there's a know, huge dent I can see from here. Like it's, but yeah, it's only destroyed. this thing in the steel. So the buckle and the case back <laughs> are scratched on my watch. Yeah, <laughs> But uh, uh, you have a titanium grade 2, right, I think? Which is like a super high level. I think it is like a. No, I think it's grade five. Titanium, grade right? five is like. But grade five is the the uh, Longines mm. uh, that I was talking about in the previous episode. But I think that the uh, Pelagos is a higher grade titanium, which is like even harder to scratch. Well, there's no scratch on it, so for sure it's really <laughs> tough. Because if you know me, <laughs> all my watches have scratches. Um, thank you, Kevin. Next You're time, welcome. Uh, next time I'll have the rubber on it. If if I like it, I'll keep it that way. If not, you'll have to. Put it back? <laughs> Probably. I'll take a second. That's even easier, at least. <laughs> um, very easy but to But yeah, do. so the first one, uh, yeah. it's something that we talked a lot. It's, for me, I was saying the second, second one. Um, I think it's unpopular to some extent. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. So point. Uh, that was my, uh, the first one. Ke- Kevin, uh, what's your... My first release of 2021, very unpopular. And the reason I'm saying it's unpopular, very hype release. The 5711 Patek Philippe green version released at dubai or geneva days i can't even remember i think I, it was dubai you don't like the green what the hell is wrong with you someone <laughs> racism stupid fucking frogs i hate him God so, so so someone at uh the, the the story around this patek that really turned me off to it it was that some owner object some owner uh, of a shop was already reserved one of the patek green ones for someone like it was like not supposed to happen and he reserved it for his dad or his brother or something like that. But I also brother like dad. to mention another the Patek Philippe, the Tiffany blue dial that literally broke the watch internet. 
The actual color of that Tiffany blue wasn't nearly as nice as that of the Rolex Oyster Perpetual. Not to mention that started a weird trend with this Rolex Tiffany dial. The Rolex Tiffany dial really started this trend with Tiffany blue everywhere. Um, and I think that uh, the Patek Philippe Nautilus Tiffany blue, the green, was just something that did not resonate with me. I'm not a fan. Um, and I think that my opinion on the Tiffany blue dial is probably not that unpopular. That might Some people might agree with me. However, I hated it. You hated it. But however, it did sell for like six million bucks. Sure. A lot of people loved six it. Six and a half. Sure. Jay-Z, like everyone's wearing it. The Patek Philippe Nautilus in general. So this green, unattainable, blue, green and blue, sorry, unattainable Patek Nautilus, just another example of a sports watch that's released for the very few. Uh, for not those that are necessarily with money, but those who had the connection. So there was a favoritism behind it. The rich get richer. I was, I thought it was a little bit lazy. The old get older. The yeah. young get the... Uh, but you know what? I thought that it was... Watch, an that watch can represent the 1%. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was also unpopular. It's unpopular opinion because a lot of people go, oh, I love. And Patek can do no wrong. And the Nautilus can do no wrong. And it's the perfect watch. But I thought that the Tiffany blue was a... Eh, and I, I didn't like the, it either. And the green, I was like, you're just jumping on the bandwagon of the green. So that's my first unpopular opinion. You heard it here first. All right. I do like the green, but I also hated the, the yeah, Tiffany well, you're yeah. What do you think of that? Well, exactly. I mean, you fucking. There's <laughs> <laughs> like so many beeping. <laughs> so many. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why we were friends. <laughs> oh my god! Don't that's going to top that. Beep, 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 that's beep. what we have in common. <laughs> exactly. That's oh. what brings us together. Jesus. The Christ. mutual hatred of a certain <laughs> kind of. So uh, many beeping. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, at which a, point is it just easy to cut it out? <laughs> like yeah. remove such No, but I, I feel like I should, we're back from that. <laughs> I, I feel like you should just beep out. Just beep, 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 every uh, like I know, third I know. word. Oh, yeah. God All right. So this is a really unpopular opinion in this episode. <laughs> uh, uh, my first selection, and I, I didn't tell you guys in advance because I felt like this would be more fun to see your reaction when I start sharing those things. <laughs> Throw this glass at <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. You son of a <laughs> uh, uh, well, the first one might be not as uh, uh, unexpected for you as the other ones. So last year, a pretty famous singer by the name Joe Mayer decided to uh, uh, contribute to the watch community. And he's an amazing watch fan. Like He has a pretty awesome collection. Respect that a lot. He decided to collaborate with uh, Casio and Hodinki to create uh, a, a special edition of a G-Shock. Are you talking about the black one or the white one? So... Any. He made, and you know, honestly, like, it's not, there's nothing that crazy about that. He made a, he took, they took a, a classic version of a watch that cost $50 US, and they gave him, they didn't say like, hey, go nuts. No, no, they're like, hey, listen, there's like three different color schemes that we can give you, pick yeah. one. And then he did, and nothing on the watch says anything about John Mayer. The only thing about that watch, the first one that came out was like a, like a let's say, an asphalt gray color. Uh, they're all themed after classic keyboards. So yeah. the first watch that I did, I liked it. I thought it was very cool. Yeah. But I thought like, okay, that's good. Stop it there. But then at the end of the year, they made another version that was a white version, also after a keyboard. Also, nothing on the watch implies anything about John Mayer, right? It's just mm. a different color a different color scheme. When you talked about uh, Casio opening up a shop in Japan that allows you to customize yeah. a G-Shock, that is that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just 
here's like five different color schemes. Pick one. This is what they did. The difference is that the watches that uh, released, they were released uh, in collaboration with John Mayer, instead of a $50 US, they cost $180 US. There's nothing about that watch that's different apart yeah, from like the basic color scheme. Royalties are expensive. It's yeah. limited. It says Houdinki and it says John Mayer. It's kind of like a Houdinki clock. And I, I, I'm i also... And it's signed by John Mayer saying, I banged your mom. But, it, but the thing Wearing is... Wearing But the thing is, if you look at the watch, it's not signed by John Mayer. It doesn't you say like anything. Like my big pilot? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's automatic winding. Uh, what are you doing, Mom? <laughs> Mom, what are you doing? You're married. Your body's a wonderland. <laughs> wow. Okay. God damn. <laughs> Nonsense. Wow. No, no, it's it's a good song. I like that song. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I fucking hate it. I think it's a huge money grab and I think it's it's such a lazy custom uh collaboration because there's nothing in it they th- there are four things you can change on that watch when it comes to color and they're like oh let me let me adjust the g-shock from black to blue yeah. the 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 case from black to white and then other markings that, that show like adjust uh, mode or whatever uh, uh next to the pushers let me make them red that's it and multiply the price by four and then sell it. Exactly. I thought it was terrible. Sounds like a good equation. <laughs> I mean, it works for sure, but it's, I, I think it was terrible. Uh, maybe the second one uh, did not deserve to exist. Uh, they should have mm. stopped at the first one or made like a nicer, more thoughtful collaboration to justify the four times the price. I, I, I did not you like know, that. You know, that's a good point you just said. Yeah. Talking about G-Shocks. But maybe, okay, you want to go G-Shock or can I go next? You're the host. You're well, you're G-Shock. a sister now, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so the, like, you know, the circle it's goes difficult, around. right? It's like uh, <laughs> clockwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a digital watch. So <laughs> <there's> <laughs> no clockwise. Cool, 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 cool. Um, me was more general about G-Shock, but uh, in, in general, G-Shocks are ugly. In general, G-Shock. <laughs> like, I don't have it released. I know you, like, you own a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. For me, they're all like a huge piece of plastic on your wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Indestructible piece of plastic. Yeah, but like if you put like an inch of plastic to most watches on the market right now, they'd probably be in the uh, well, the case right? itself has to be uh, I think there's robust. A history and how it was built and the impact that it had on the watch industry, yeah. when it means to that brand, I think it's it's something quite remarkable. Yeah, cool. I that's think why I'm saying research. That, like, I'm not saying otherwise. I'm no, no, you're right. It, it is an unpopular opinion. opinion. For sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I personally <laughs> taking it personally is like you all of Brazil, bitch, yeah. You're gonna do your research. I personally, <laughs> I personally didn't like G-Shocks until I bought my first one, and then I just like it's just well, a I have like a, it's a, just a, a, I have like a casual all time, right? Yeah, nice watch too. I was thinking of buying myself the data bank because it's so cool. I find too. Uh, it, it, like it's super useless. I will never press any of those buttons. But like, it's such a cool watch. I find, <laughs> and I want to have like more G-Shocks. I want to have a, a negative screen G-Shock. I want to get the the GA twenty one hundred with the metal case and the rubber strap. I think it's awesome. But yeah, it's, but now for uh, me, they most of them are ugly. <laughs> listen, I only f- I only started to like them once like I bought my first one. His face. That's true. It's <laughs> easy. It's too, it's too far from the mic to defend himself, so uh, I can say a bunch of things. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, G-Shock, uh, all ugly. They look like you duct tape uh, hockey puck to your wrist. But so, uh, Kevin, what? <laughs> is there anything specific that you wanted to mention about the, like a specific G-Shock or just in general you're shitting on the brand, on uh, the uh, Japanese culture? Uh, yes, Japanese. <laughs> he got the <laughs> <laughs> Motra should have won that fight. Sushi sucks. <laughs> Uh, but you know, just in general, I think um, like I don't have. I've never seen a, a G-Shock like released and went like, "Wow, Green. that's beautiful." Oh, <laughs> yeah, but they're not. Oh, they're I, not go, I go, "Wow, that's indestructible." 
<laughs> that's the only thing I say. Will wow, I can wash my dishes in this thing. <laughs> Will it blend? Yeah. Really well. Right? So okay. That's, that's, that's a fair point. But I'm, I'm not popular with this thing, right? No, no. Of course no, not. no, you're not. Definitely uh, not. I, yeah. Let's just say we like you a lot less. Uh, you don't even like me. <laughs> I yeah, like but I like you. Zero to negative. I like you even less than that. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. I'm going with next with another uh, green dial watch, the Green Palm Leaf Datejust. This may also be one that folks may agree with me. This was released in a slew of Rolex timepieces, which included the famous Tiffany skyrocketing Blue Oyster Perpetual. And during that release, they also had a series of Datejusts that came out, uh, which had pattern dials, some sort of um, design, so to speak. Uh, and I couldn't understand why they did it. <laughs> It felt like a tropical kind of dial. They had four variations that came out with the gold, the rose gold, this gray, and this stainless steel one that has a green palm leaf dial, um, which I think is the most tolerable of the gang, the the gray anthracite of the four. Uh, but for a date just, that's just supposed to be this classic, traditional, all-encompassing stainless steel sports watch from Rolex that you can do everything with. They have to go and put this weird palm leaf dial on it. Yeah, but isn't like all Rolex kind of traditional in some extent? They don't push boundaries on anything. Is that watch available to buy retail? Or it's like ridiculously high prices right now to get that one specifically? I, you know what? I don't even know. Let me check. I don't like the palm dial either. I, I agree. I was like, why did they do this? I, but the fact that for, they... For me, it just went interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Interesting now for me. You know yeah, what? But people Rolex do, do people things say that. People say that when they eat something that's like kind of weird, they go... Uh, that's interesting when they're afraid to offend the person exactly. that's when, you, when you contact watch like, manufacturer oh, you uh, drink your own urine that's <laughs> interesting you're just being polite because you just met your in-laws and you as you're like say putting you're your shoes on animal. trying to escape yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be polite <laughs> beep 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 uh, oh you have a freezer full of human heads oh, that's when interesting you, when you, uh, you, you, uh, you as you're running away <laughs> you, when you contacted it was Sartre Ribillard right on WhatsApp yeah your profile faces. picture interesting <laughs> no it is overpriced it's $21,000 Canadian oh my god what's the MSRP on the but the MSRP is a probably with the fluted bezel everything it's probably about 15 grand 12 grand 12, 12 13 grand so it's about uh, so it's, it's just tropical right that's the palm de design palm I, I, I'm not a big fan of this no I, I don't know why they did this uh, I don't know what's they why they want to go tropical with the, I don't know it, it wasn't a, I'm not a fan of it I know that it's probably uh, probably wrong because it's sold yeah. out like crazy what, it what just Rolex feels isn't? what what Rolex isn't right? well, well yeah, Rolex are, of compression. they're like <laughs> hype masters right? they, I feel like they were just trying to follow the other green watches that were released it's not even a really nice green it's just kind of bland and I do think that a lot of will agree with me but if I look at the prices right now that I'm seeing on Chrono 24 20 G's and the gray market, clearly, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So, yeah, it must I, be an I, I feel opinion. like this episode is turning into like Festivus. Festivus. <laughs> I got problems, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> all Festivus right. for the rest of us. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Dima. So, uh, my second pick, it's uh, a watch that was extremely popular. I also love. So, uh, I think that's the biggest thing that Tissot made this year was the Tissot PRX. They made a line of quartz they made a lot of automatic but they also have different color variations yeah there's one gold. there's one color variation that i saw they took the prx automatic and they put a fluted gold bezel on it 18 carat 18 carat flu uh, fluted bezel gold it kind of looks like a day just but i don't really know what it's trying to be and to me it looks like a franken watch 
And also because of that fluted gold bezel, it's a $2,400 Canadian right away. But it's 18 karat gold. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. But uh, every single picture, maybe I have to see it in person. But every single picture I saw of this watch makes me think... I have to see it in person too, yeah. It makes me think that this is a Franken watch. Yeah. Because it... Like the dial and the fluted bezel looks like it's a day jest, like a vintage day jest, but the case ship is completely from a different watch with an integrated bracelet. Right. So it's like two different watch styles. And I'm like, what are they? And I'll be honest, in terms of design, well, make it stainless steel instead of 18 karat gold. So you don't have to put a $2,500 price tag on a PR80 biomatic movement. But I have to agree with the <clears throat> price tag because what happens, I find a lot of watches, they try to two tone and then they put gold plated. Right. And the, when I was reading that, I went to check it. I was like, okay. I go, they, because it is an $800 watch. Yeah, for sure. But they put in proper 18 karat gold. Of- it's 18 karat gold. I was like, oh shit, okay. So, but you're putting 18 karat gold on a Tissot. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. I'm like, what? Uh, weird. And like you said, like you are getting an $800 watch with a $1,200 bezel. Yeah, exactly. What the hell? That's a little bit. Yeah, that's what it. Exactly. Like, you got you got $5,000 rims and the colors. Your Chevy Malibu. Uh, they don't work for me at all. Those <laughs> colors don't work for me at all. Uh, I, I yeah, just yeah. don't understand that. Color. We'd have to see it in person. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But like, it's the one that I saw. I'm like, eh, I just don't see. Uh, that watch to be in that price category and it seems like it's a cheap way out to just like hey let's just put a like a huge chunk of an expensive metal yeah and then price it accordingly yeah that's a good point so that was my second pick hmm. yeah i didn't even see they had it in 18 well, uh, i guess you should do a better research uh, yeah. i don't know <laughs> fuck me right <laughs> no yeah uh, no thanks <laughs> i'd rather not <laughs> no, thank you <laughs> pass uh so um, on this one, I think it's more in, in general with the whole market, like us as like watch enthusiasts. Uh, the economy. <laughs> the economy. <laughs> world. What are you doing right now? I think that- What are you all, doing all, to me? All, all watch are too expensive. It's insane. Yes. Well, well, as long as they can charge for the brand name, right? They will charge as much as they can. 95% of the watches right now are done since on the pricing yeah everything I is agree. way too expensive yes I, I agree Rolex especially but like well Omega all the brands. Omega went up in prices like the Speedmaster is like 10k right now what the hell like for like, the Kesselite what the hell is wrong with you it's, it's uh, they nonsense. saw that they can charge the price and they're like yeah we're gonna take advantage of this right away and, and I feel that like even us in the podcast we're just trying to justify our like our problem every time we're talking about oh you know what that's a lot of watch for eight thousand dollars no, it's not. <laughs> it's you could buy a small car with that price. <laughs> we're, we're basically addicts that are trying to like explain. We're like, just oh, a stupid fucking hobby, guys. <laughs> guys, it's, it just is. Come on, <laughs> we know it is. I know, but you know, if anybody just, says, if anybody tells you, oh, a watch can be a, an investment, you just punch that person in the face. Right in the face. Like right yeah. in the yeah, just claw fucking stab seeing, him. I'm seeing his watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing unpopular opinion because like I went on Reddit, <laughs> it, right? It is it is <laughs> face. I don't know. <laughs> but like I went on Reddit and like there's a whole thread talking about that. And it was really like, oh, you know, but like the watchmaking skill and the technology they use and everything. I was like, no, sure, man, just just like, justifying. No, no man. It, it, like we're just justifying a problem right now. We're we are addicts. Yes. <laughs> and and like everything's too expensive. I think anything anything over like two thousand dollars make no sense. I agree with you, especially when it comes to like, oh, uh, let's uh, look at yeah. this watch for fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, and I think we should do an episode at some point that we should try to find the watch with the highest spec for the lowest price. I can already tell you right now. It's a code forty-one. 
that a brand? <laughs> is that as a code for something or is it an actual <laughs> name? Rule thirty four. You look at it, it's like ha, you're now a sex offender. <laughs> 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 you're, you're now registered. You're now a sex offender. But I but I was gonna say like Police the are best way, the way to 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 realize that you're overpaying for a watch is that find a micro brand that's up and coming that's trying to make it, yeah. and then some of the re- like look at that micro order that Baltic made. Holy shit. If that watch was from a bigger brand, there would be thousands of dollars. Yeah, but for example, but that, wait, that, but that Zin um, yeah. uh, UX Hydro, yeah. right? It's like 5,000 meters water resistant? 10,000. 10,000, right? Yeah. No, for $5,000, $5, right? So that's the highest spec for OS price, right? So I don't know what you said about Rule 34 or something, but... So Code, code 41. 41. Code 41, the reason <laughs> why <laughs> is that... No, it's a... Uh, <laughs> it's a... Uh, <laughs> this guy knows. This guy knows. <laughs> you know what rule 34 is? What is the rule 34? It's code 41. <laughs> You're going to look it up later. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I will not. Code 41 is a watch brand that democratizes their prices, meaning they actually put the price list of all their pieces. They put this, okay. like, our, our markup is 10%. Here's the price of every single piece. Okay. The cost. The cost. Yeah. So that's the entire thing is that uh, Code 41, uh, the, the brand. Uh, so just to read it from here. Uh, the story. I just put it up. Hope it's a good story, Ken, because there's a little anticipation. Having uh, Code Four produces the first mechanical creating collaboration with a community of fifty-seven thousand members, so they actually do the design. And that was a democratic watch, right? That's the democratic watch, but they also are entirely are fully transparent, meaning that they you can see it. They provide the uh, price of absolutely uh, um, every part of every part. Huh. There guarantees total transparency on the origin of every piece and okay. the cost, but so you know exactly how much money they're making. Yeah. Okay. So, for example, uh, like that's I think, lot. I think that's like the, <laughs> yeah, it's like too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like if you look at their project, so let's go. Uh, it's literally called Anomaly. Okay, but do they have crazy spec watches? Yeah, they have high spec watches. Yeah. Cool. 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 This one's five thousand nine hundred and fifty-five dollars. <laughs> Now, what does this watch have? Now, let's see. Let's the addition. Give it, it gives times? <laughs> times, many times. Many times. Like uh, every second it's different. 24 hours a day, it gives you some, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so it's based on the Valju 7750. They modified it by moving the counters, redesigning the bridges, adding peripheral rate on the dial side. The rare complication accounts for a third of the cross production. Uh, it's important to point out that all components except for the mainstream and jewels are produced in-house in addition to the financial benefit using existing base. It's already be optimal readability for a number of years and voice troublesome. Um, no, the watch is pretty uh, intense in titanium. They have it in carbon. They have in carbon red disc. They look cool. Yeah, but the idea is like that. that it, Transparency. It, they have some in carbon fiber. Um, they have other Papier ones that are made in grade the, five yeah. titanium. Uh, okay. <laughs> they if it, if they're very perif- transparent, they I guess you can dial really... side peripheral oscillating weight. Um, like it's it's just intense. It's number. Right. Yeah, it's 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 pretty great. Like if they're very transparent about what they're making, I guess you can really have a better value for the money, right? <laughs> so here, this is what I want to show you. So they show the cost and origins of the movement. Cost, including taxes, is Swiss. The titanium case, transparent case back, comes from China. So the whole production cost, everything. Hmm. That's very cool. So they, they show everything. The titanium, the dial leather, the assembly, the packaging, logistics, design, development, total production costs. Yeah. Interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Kevin, your turn. Uh, so my next one, I'm going to continue 
on one that was maybe an unpopular opinion. So I'm going to continue with two watches that came out from Tag Heuer. I have a bit of an issue with the Carrera release, also known as the Ryan Gosling, the presentation of this Tag Heuer Carrera. You actually presented it like, oh, yeah. I like this one. Uh, I have trouble with this uh, That's exactly how he sounded that's when exactly he was presenting it. Yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of trouble with this release. I think some it, w- it wasn't something I was very interested in. I think that the watch was not just as good looking. I think it photographed well. As, 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 as uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. You know? Hard to beat. I was looking at the videos of this actual watch and it just looks like another Tag Heuer. <laughs> I was just like, okay. I think that uh, the hype, the positive attention that Ryan Gosling brought to it is pretty much the only reason that this... Uh, got any kind of attention. So what you're saying is their marketing dollars spent on Ryan Gosling contract was useful. <laughs> yes. Because they're able to present a, a straight Invested to the point, in the watch. no nonsense. But Put they it in the watch. It was just really like... Uh, but I'm, I'm also done, surprised right? because Ryan Gosling is known in the watch community as a, a very cool a watch stud. collector. Yeah. He's <laughs> got that big... <laughs> God damn. Uh, rule 34. Go look it up. Uh, beep, yeah, beep, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's known in the watch community as somebody who is an avid watch collector and he has pretty awesome vintage pieces. So I'm surprised that a little bit that he went, I guess, maybe sold out, I guess. Uh, he went with the Tagore and like a very, you know, not a n- interesting piece in by any means. Mm, maybe Patek was not interested. The colors though, if, I don't know if you've, if you've seen his movie Drive, right? The color, mm-hmm. right? Is almost exactly, the color scheme that they use for the advertisement of that watch is almost exactly like the it's colors. It's a Patek guy in, uh, or it's an Air King in Drive. Uh, Patek, but it's a fake Patek. He has a Patek Philippia in the in the drive. Mm. Also, Fat he Fat. made a movie with like in it's a Vietnam or something. Or what it was a similar color? Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. Is he made, a Patek in Vietnam? No, 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 no. It was another movie that has a similar color scheme as they have in this advertisement. Take that, you. <laughs> God damn! So many <laughs> beeping. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You have wow. you have a lot of work. Tourette's. Oh no! My you're gonna God, get a long production. Uh, God for damn! For anybody who's listening, Kevin has uh, Tourette's, so uh, you can't <laughs> you can't hold him accountable for for any of the stuff. That's what that I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it has Tourette's. I think it just. I think that's also <laughs> that's a also word that you should be saying. Yes, yeah, another beep. Okay, all right, my turn, my turn, my turn. Another watch that uh, actually I think uh, it'd be a very surprising uh, one for you guys to hear. Uh, the brand that I'm going to go with is Reservoir watches. Uh oh. I know you like them, and I'm pretty sure you also like you know you like the movement, right? Yes. I do. Uh, so they made a watch recently that's called Reservoir, ah, and it's called the Canister. Like um, Annette. Uh, I like the movement. It's a f- super cool movement. I, I like the, the the idea behind it that it's a, a retrograde movement. You know, like for anybody who's listening, the the watch, the da- sorry, the, the 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 one hand that the watch has never goes around. It goes from zero to sixty, and then kind of goes back to zero. Yep. Kind of to recreate like the the speedometer or odometer of Rev a car. Uh, Re- okay. Re- yeah. Sure. No, it's a retrograde yeah. hour. Yes. Got it. Yeah. So they made a new version, Reservoir. It's called the Canister. Uh, I just dislike the colors. I hate that green color. Okay. But but then I started looking into the brand itself, and I was like, okay, I, I do like the movement. I don't like the design of this watch. This watch is a forty-one hundred dollar US dollar watch, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if and I started looking at other Reservoir watches, so they have forty plus watches, and they all have the same exact movement. Yeah, retrograde hours. Yeah. It's the same exact movement. There's nothing different. It's a hundred twenty watt piece module that they put in an ETA twenty eight twenty four. Essentially, that brand has forty different dials, 
for uh, for 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 the same yeah. for the same watch. But I, and this is what kind of like kind of like uh, I, I like I like a lot of them. Some of them I, I really really like, but they're almost like to me. And I'm not being I'm not trying to shit on them too much, but as a brand that's commanding such prices, mm-hmm. I would expect them to have more than just the one movement. When you but have forty the, plus I think, watches, I think most of the the pricing is in the, the movement. movement. Yeah. <laughs> but for sure, sure, sure. But they have forty plus yeah. watches, but they all have the same movement. Even though they have different families of watches, mm. it's just different dials. That's all it yeah. is. It's the same watch, mm. same but movement. The the thing with that color scheme that you don't like, mm-hmm. if you just Google like a three fifty six Speedster, yeah, no, no, for sure, they all are after some very something very it's relevant. It's like the first like sport Porsche, right? So right. it's like a mimicking the color scheme on it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's for the fifties, right? So it, in the fifties I'm guessing they figured out that that color was the best one to see at night. I, I, that <laughs> green doesn't appeal to me. And and again, this is kind of like what inspired me to research about the brand mm-hmm. itself. I, 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 I like it. Do I I don't like the fact that they have so many different variations and they don't even have a different movement. Why don't they put like a, a like a small second hand that's also retrograde? That'd be cool. But they don't. They only have one movement for every for forty plus watches. Yeah, yeah, I, I get, I get why, but I still love the brand. Uh, they're <laughs> awesome. I just wonder if they were to develop another retrograde hour because that's what their watches are based on. I don't think the prices could stay within that. It would have to be no, no, they have to go up for yeah. sure. And I, it's a cool, it's a for sure a cool mechanism. I would like to see fewer watches and more different maybe movement variations, mm. just different types of watches. Let's say a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's it. Very good. Um, my last one. I think it's a big one though. Oh, that's what she said. The grievances, once again, it's not really 2021. I'm just not good at understanding <laughs> subjects. Um, you could just stop at the word, uh, I'm just not good at understanding. Exactly. Subject doesn't have to be mentioned. Words. Yeah. Words. I'm just not good. Sentences. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> at least I know it. Uh, analog and me- mechanical watches in general uh, are... I haven't been tools for decades, so... Decado. <laughs> they're not tools anymore. Like, your Submariner is not a diver tools watch. It's it's a jewelry that's happened to be water-resistant, right? And I think that we can say that for most wa- most watches. If you look at, like, a dress watch, right? It's, it's there for the design. It's there to enhance, I guess, your style with a suit or something. That makes more sense. But, like, a tool watch, like those pilot stuff and everything, who's still using those? Like, okay, the Army maybe, but they use, like, CWC G10 and... They like throw it out. Don't change the battery, <laughs> right? Right. So, um, I, I just think that like all watches are not tools, right? Like Zin should. It's not a tool watch. It's just their jewelry that happens to be water resistance or right. Right. chrono function, uh, right. right? You know, yeah. right. So, so you make a good case for a G Shock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still ugly though. <laughs> but uh, well, that's uh, just like your opinion, man. So. Yeah, just you know. <laughs> It's just <laughs> like whatever you say, opinion. man. Uh, but yeah, same thing with the movement, right? Everything over quartz is too like too much. <laughs> exactly. No need. No need for anything over quartz, right? <laughs> like, not n- none tool and. But like, you're still gonna buy it. Oh yes, for sure. Yeah. Like I have a problem. Like you have to understand that. <laughs> it's like a drug. <laughs> I, have, yeah. I have many. I'm problems. searching for that high. Hundred <laughs> percent. I need a fix, man. Um. But yeah, just just in general, and and for that uh, it's like the, like Omega and the Speedmaster at like the moon stuff. I was like, it's not even used in space anymore. Like, chill out. Yeah, I think that there's a. <laughs> I, I think that uh, so when we like, talk uh, about watches, we kind of need to separate 
the yeah. the tooliness aspect and the the need for the watch because nowadays nobody needs a watch. You have a freaking screen that tells you time everywhere you look. Functional yeah. jewelry. So it's it's jewelry. And then once you kind of accept the fact that watches are not really tools anymore, they're just jewelry. They're shifting to that. Then but they're functional jewelry. Sure. And you know, yeah. and you know when you look at other crap out there. Like and I, I look see. at a lot of crap. So no, but like, what's the trend now on the the ticket tack? The uh, ticket tack. The people who Dancing? wear people wear Carhartt. Oh God, it's terrible. As a as a brand, right? Yeah. There are a lot of people who are wearing the Hummer. Hummer became well, a, it was a it was a military thing that then became civilian. It's the same thing as Dockers. Remember that uh, Dockers, brand that people wear uh, the Dickies. pants. Dickies. Dickies. Sorry, Dick, Dock Dickies. Yeah, and also Cat, the brand that makes uh, freaking. <laughs> yeah, industrial equipment. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he means caterpillar. Okay, caterpillar. Cat. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Doc Martens, right? Doc Martens, all of this shit, right? <laughs> well, Timberlands. Timberlands is a good example, right? So they, yeah. they capitalized off this. Um, yeah, industrial stuff. This industrial kind but of look is ridiculous. And I think that military watches has an appeal to it as well. Why do you need a a, a, a dirty dozen? World War II watch, right? Why do you need a Flieger from the first Fliegers that were there that it really was just a, a 55 millimeter dial that you could strap onto a suit, right? So, Or your leg. You or got a leg, me. yeah. That's you, the got me, you got me that strap on. You got exactly. <laughs> I'm listening. But, but ultimately, I think that that is the, the romance behind it, the design that you're attracted to. It's a design thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a tool. Des- but but here's the other it's thing a, it's too. It's a piece of jewelry. But they also wanted to back it up. Because if you go and you're like, I want the style. It's like some people get a chronograph. It's like yeah, but it doesn't work like a chronograph should, right? So oh, I got a dive watch because yeah, but it looks like a dive watch. Yeah, but it's only got 50 meters of water. Is like why did you get that? Don't get me even started on like fashion watches from like Fossil or something. You buy like point. a Michael Kors watch. It has a chronograph buttons, but you press them, they, they don't, don't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I mean. So what you say the tools? I actually that's too much. But that's why I call it functional jewelry. But yeah. I agree. But you can get a Zen, fully tegmented U50 diver's watch that's 500 meters. And you go, yeah, that's it. You don't fucking need anything. You could try to scratch it. You'll never scratch yeah. it. Yeah. I but need like, that watch. But that's what... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want a U50? <laughs> me, me, no, but like, I, no, I, I need the one it. that cannot be scratched. Just get it. Get anything mm. with tegmented steel, submarine steel. Get a Damasco. Get a palladium yeah. one uh, that I was talking about the previous episode. Tantalum, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, like... 33,000 USD. Yeah. Yeah, but you get a you Damasco. Scratch it. Get a Damasco hardened submarine steel. You're you never going to scratch it. You know what? If my uh, Air King uh, dis- get discontinued, I might be able to buy that. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Get a, which one? Which one? The current Vash? Steel. Like 34, $35,000. I don't know. I don't think you'll ever. I don't even think you can. I don't think it. you'll I ever be able to buy a Vashro. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> what? No, he's like, I don't think you'll ever be able to buy a Vashro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could justify saying, hey, I'm going to go buy that. No, uh, specific watch. Just too much, right? It's just nonsense. But uh, yeah, so uh, that was my last uh, grievance. Last? <laughs> I, have a, I have like three more. I have a few more. Four more, actually. Yeah, go, go for it, guys. Go for so it. So yeah, obviously, I'm not a fan of the green, but I'm going to go with another one here. Totally off base. I'm going with Tudor. I'm a fan of everything Tudor does. And I, your sentence ends there. Exactly. <laughs> I actually <laughs> have a Tudor on my list as well. God damn it. I have so a little icks and irks about specific things, but all in all, I do think that they won 2021. I think that they even won 2020. And if our intel is correct, uh, they're well on track to do something great in 2022. But there was one release that unfortunately received a lot of hype, a lot of attention, and I went back and forth on this tutor. It was the Black Bay 925, the silver. First issue that I have with the fact is that a silver watch denotes, to me, silver is second place. And I feel that... And bronze is third place? 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're, <laughs> you're, you're smart, you know. <laughs> but when I see that it's like a silver watch, I'm like, it's just, it's another example of how it puts a tutor behind Rolex. It just, I don't know. It's an affirmation of that on your wrist. And I can't shake that from my mind. And I'm sure that that's not a popular opinion because everyone's saying that the tu- that that's the tutor it's Black Bay to get. That silver one. Yeah. It's a really, really big fan. Um, it's stunning in pictures. It's incredible in the videos that I see of the unboxing. My only issue is that months later of ownership, there's a lot of feedback, a lot of negative feedback that people are getting tarnishing on this watch. The silver is tarnishing. And in fact, there's there's not a specific beauty to the silver tarnishing. It's not like a bronze that ages that we're talking about. The silver tarnishes, it's ugly. It has spots. You can't get rid of it. It's just not nice. Um, it's like the Oris bronze that I'm wearing right now. This will, yeah, will, will patina, oh, but sorry. it's going to look good as a patina. Um, but silver tarnish is nothing that can be removed. It's something that's awful. And even though Tudors released numerous statements saying that their alloy will never tarnish, the videos and evidence are saying otherwise. And that to me is a real turnoff um, for any or for anyone who's actually considering this watch at any point. Hmm. So that was a big uh, unpopular opinion because it's it's weird that big, big love, like love quality control or their testing showed like different stuff that what the people care. have, right? Maybe you write Tudor silver. Tarnishing on Where YouTube, but you'll see yeah, yeah, a million know, videos. Like, there's a there's a big difference between it happening and them saying it won't. <laughs> right, release and even but is that just like a PR thing? Saying that it there's won't? a guy or that you call watch idiot, and he he's has not a genius. Yeah, <laughs> he's not smart. <laughs> um, sounds he, like my kind of guy. He has a, a he has a whole like uh, chronicle of videos about his Tudor silver. And he Interesting. Goes, like, I bought it, unboxed it. It's a watch one idiot on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Two months later, six months later, and he's just like, look oh, at wow. the tarnishing. He shows it the before, the after. He's pretty good at chronicling well, it. Well, silver, silver oxidizes like pretty badly, right? Is the, but it's not like, a, oh, I got dirty. You can clean it like bronze. Yeah, yeah. It's a tarnishing, and you can't get rid of it. But Tudor says you're not supposed to get it. And you would like that watch a lot because it's because incredibly brushed. Stuff. Mm. It's incredibly matte, the silver. Yeah. It pops, but not like a, a glowing silver. It's like it's like yeah. this, this very matte silver that's quite beautiful. But anyway, yeah, very, un, I guess, unpopular opinion. But uh, shit, man, get it together. I like that watch. All right. So uh, since you're but talking about Tudor, yeah. I'm going to mention the Tudor also. Let me guess. Uh, guess. That, 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 that the gold. FXD. Yeah, the gold. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's the BB58 uh, gold. They made it. Uh, it's a green bezel, green dial in a gold Another case. green. But like, it's a BB58 that you can get for $4,000 because of the gold case now. And I don't like the color combo, the gold and green. This one is a $19,600 Canadian dollars. You can get, for that price, you can get an Alangenzona Saxonia for that price, which is like... Can, can you? Yes. Like you can go to the store? And no, no, no. But I mean, okay. like that's the price of a yeah, Saxonia. Yeah. That's the price of like a Calatrava if you start. Mm. Obviously at uh, um, yeah. MSRP. Tudor does not belong in that uh, category because that watch is not high horology. It's purely a huge chunk of gold in a case for a four, in a $4,000 watch. Yeah, you're, bu- you're buying like an ingot that got stamped into. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and you can see you can see the connection here. I've sh- I, I shared on like situations where they, they, they jam up the price because they put like a chunk of an expensive yeah. uh, precious metal somewhere. Yeah, you're not paying for the um, no. savoir-faire. You're just paying it's the for same movement as in a $4,000 Tudor but for nineteen thousand six hundred, uh, and you can get a Saxonia, you can get a Calatrava for that price. 
You can get a lot of stuff for $20,000. Yeah, you, you cannot get $10,000 worth of gold. <laughs> no, but <laughs> but again, like, I, and it's my personal choice, obviously, when it comes to watches. I don't, like, I, I prefer to have maybe a more exquisite design, more complicated pattern, maybe a more complicated mechanism instead of no, going I for sh- an expensive metal. I don't metal. think it's that unpopular of an opinion. I think a lot of people agree with you. You may be right. You may, you may be right. Yeah, but you know, I see it. You can go and it's a two hundred fifty eight though. Everybody loves a BB fifty eight, so right. You can go and get like ten thousand dollar worth of gold coins and like a BB fifty eight or that watch. Sure, <laughs> but you didn't like that release. You talked about how you didn't like that release. I know. I, I, I don't like it because I have I three like more. Maybe I'll I'll mention quickly the, the, a second the, one and then uh, go the, back to Kevin. The only reason I, I, I well, only reason one of the reasons is I felt it wasn't Twitter. Like, like it's not a Tudor. It's not a Tudor to be like a twenty thousand dollar watch. Do you, do you know why no, I liked it? Doesn't I belong thought, in that category. For I me, thought yeah. it was the tutor for the tutor holic because there are tutor holics that there's like, like i never touch rolex mm. that is the tutor to get it goes if there is any and there you have a lot of money like no that's the tutor i want i want the full gold one the one that no one will have and that is my gold watch in my collection sports watch and it's from the brand that i love and there are tutor holics and i don't think that they think it's going to be some mass market or mass sold watch on their line it's like we're making this for the one who right. wants our... It's like the guy who wants the Honda NSX. It's like, I want that Acura NSX. I don't want the... Or I want the GTR. I the don't Bugatti, want Porsche Carrera. Mm. I want that, that you know, yeah. that specialized specialized right. watch from that brand. And I think that's what it was for. So I was like, okay, good. Bold on them. But shit, man, they're releasing shit like this, which yeah. is great. I'm like, yeah, they're trying stuff. They, they constantly do stuff. They yeah. get a participation medal. That's good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let yeah. me. Uh, I'll mention quickly another yep. one because I have three more. So another one I was going to mention, maybe not also a very much of an unpopular opinion. Amazing watch from the complication standpoint. It's the new Grand Seiko. It's the Grand Seiko Spring Drive Chronograph GMT, reference SBGC two forty. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. <laughs> it's technically awesome because it's, it has a spring drive chronograph and GMT in one case yeah. but visually I think it's a monstrosity what's the reference again? it's the it's a SBGC 240 it's the it's the stainless steel case with a ceramic uh, bezel with 18 karat gold uh, this one was like 20,000 and it's a, exactly this yeah. is a this is even more expensive this is a, a 18,000 USD this one? Yeah, it's an everything watch. Twenty five thousand Canadian. Yeah. It's a. It's almost a forty four millimeter case with gold pushers for the chronograph. Yeah, that, I just hate the design. It's just yeah, I, it's, it's just too much. Terrible to me. Yeah, that looks like shotgun shells. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think like I feel like that mechanism itself. Uh, it's a nine R eighty six spring drive chronograph with GMT is insane as a mechanism, mm-hmm. but why don't you work more on a case you put that mechanism inside? Yeah. It, it is it, like I would never buy that watch for that price. It, to me, I, I'll be honest, it reminds me of a designer watch you get at like a Fossil or a Michael mm. Kors or something. Yeah, it's 44. It's quite the yeah, it's lug to lug 50. Oh, by the way, it's it's 16 millimeters thick. It's yeah. it's insane. Well, there's, there's a lot of things too. It's almost like <laughs> it's almost like unwearable for me, to be honest. That's terrible. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's much of an un- unpopular I opinion. was going to say, I don't think it's very unpopular. I think people agree with you. Yeah, it's just, Jesus freaking Christ. Uh, no, sorry. Did I say freaking? I meant fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Seiko, what the hell? Uh, what are you doing? Is that that precise? Eh? Well, it, it is, but like for Seiko, it could be better. <laughs> so yeah, that was my two. I have two more, but uh, I'll switch to Kevin. Uh, so I'm going to go to another one. I'm going to talk about another collaboration. I wanted to talk quickly about the Unimatic. The collaboration with Houdinki. Messina Lab. Now I'm speaking to you 
as a man. Unimatic in general, collaborations in general. I'm having a lot of difficulties with these collaborations that I've seen because they take them. Unimatic already makes watches that are all limited edition, have a lot of charm with the fans. Dimitri even spoke about them. The Italian guys who say, hey, you want to start a watch, Brad? <laughs> hey, you. Hey, you. You want to start a watch, Brad? <laughs> Yo, me? <I'm> it? <laughs> who, me? So they recreate, like, and, and this is the one thing. Unimatic, what makes them refreshing is that most brands I find are coming out with mo- vintage style watches that they're trying to do in a modern way. And they, they hit or miss. Like, some of them do it really well. Some of them don't do it well at all. Unimatic goes another way. They make very tool-looking or contemporary modern you know, very avant-garde, not avant-garde, but very modern, dry, straight lines, contemporary watches. Very industrial looking watches. And I think that that is a wonderful thing. However, they found great success. They peaked. They're now sold on Hadinki. They constantly make collaborations with Hadinki. The watches go up in price. They sell out immediately. It makes you frustrated with the brand. And this is something that I don't like. And a lot of people, and, and then Hadinki, I'm sorry, is kind of doing this. Swatches that are released with Hudiki sell immediately. Oris, the Blancpains, they all sell immediately. Autodromo with Worn and Wound. Laurier with Worn and Round. These these collaborations come up. They come up with 12 pieces of it and it sells out instantly and then they sell for like $5,000 um, more. So I think it's something that uh, needs to kind of, you know, calm down. Stop making <laughs> everything. Stop it with the limited edition. Stop it with the collaborations. Um, to make them limited, to to jack up the price. I just don't like that because there's no reason, like Dimitri mentioned earlier, that you have a watch that should be $500 and then because they collaborate with someone, they jack up the price 50%. So that's something that I, I was in a popular opinion. I saw quite a bit of it in 2021 and I thought it was almost a grab. Messina Lab collaborations, they're just it's just too much for me and I'm not the biggest fan of that uh, because... You know, fine, then let me just get the classic one. And even if I like the collaboration, it's like, no, no, no. It's so limited and so exclusive. Fuck off. So I'm like, so then why do it? What's the point? To Mm. say that you did so that it's out there in the world, so that it helps your brand. Does it help it? I don't know. It's like, oh, yeah, I got that limited. You know, I feel that's like an influencer type of thing, right? Because Diki is a magazine that's influenced like half of the market pretty much, right? Um, Good question. If you had to choose between a collaboration between like a a brand and another brand like Kudinki and Kudinki is a brand or a brand of watches and a person like John Mayer or Paul Newman or whatever. Which one do you, would you prefer? Depends the person. Yeah, it depends on the person. Like if the person's OJ <laughs> Simpson, I'm not good unless he's doing knives, Kevin Spacey, or, or gloves, leather gloves, right? But, yeah, but he, he he painted, so he painted. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to see. So paintings. so because you know when Bill it's Cosby a, with like yeah. <laughs> roofies. <laughs> If you lick the watch, you don't remember your night. <laughs> don't, lick, don't lick it. Don't lick the watch. Because uh, All this is beeped out, eh? <laughs> yeah. uh, because I'm thinking, uh, you know, when it's a brand, right? Let's say it's Houdinki. Who at Houdinki is helping? Collaborating? And they, have, they, have, they have collaborators. If you look at their video, sorry, they have a video of like the watch I wore most in the year. It's like 20 minutes. Have you seen this? Maybe. Okay, so if you go online, you can see Houdinki is like the watch I wore most in 2021, and it goes through like oh, 30, 40 people of them. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, but you, but they say their title underneath, so it's like senior editor. But then you get like media guy, then the designer, then the this, then the imagine your title is a media guy. Yes, a media guy, <laughs> media guy. But hey, one word. Hey, oh, I'm a media guy. <laughs> but to me, if I had to give you one, so I think it's when they, I think if they collaborate with a brand and it makes sense. So, Timex is doing stuff with Huckberry. 
Yeah. So yeah. Huckberry is a outdoor. Like other ones are like, hey, we're gonna do yeah, a but watch. Huckberry is already. They have designers on staff, right? Yeah, but if like Hamilton sat there and was like, okay, we're going to do a collaboration with Filson or Fossils, like we're like they would do that with Filson, a leather brand, right? And like, oh, we're gonna do a collaboration with, and you know, and sometimes they're able to do it if it's done tastefully. It's done great, you know, because if you're a fan of that brand, yeah, like Apple you Watch, you might get that Hermes. watch. Yeah, but if people are a fan of Hermes, then all the rich posh people are like I'm gonna get an Hermes Apple Watch, right? Yeah. So you can have that uh, unique brown dial. Unique. Unique New York. Cool, 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 uh, cool. But cool. yeah, no, good point there, uh, Kevin. But uh, it is, your your opinion is not popular because everyone's, they're sold out. <laughs> so so they're all these collaborations, everyone's like, oh, I, 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 I got to get the new Houdinki. I got to get Ugh. the new swatch from this. And I'm but like, even the clock that they made a couple of years ago sold out like right away. And I'm like, who the hell is buying that? $5,000. Jesus Christ. Travel US. clock. Oh. <laughs> $5,000. Who do you think is buying those things? People who already have a huge collection or people who only buy those things? Like, no. because I want to be the last one to do it. And you get I it. feel like these things, unfortunately, because money. of limited editions, they have value on uh, on the aftermarket and people might not even like them, but they just buy them out because it's probably going to make money if you sell it after. Yeah. Yeah. I think people have too much money. And I, yeah, I'm not there yet. Like, I don't want to buy things just because I think that they'll make money. We should open a GoFundUs. Yeah, we should. GoFundMe, but like us. Let's, let's open OnlyFans. Oh, wait, that's a different, uh, Only different way of GoFunding. So other than <laughs> porn, does OnlyFans do anything? Well, they realize that their mistake is they wanted to shut down the porn. And they're like, <laughs> oh, like, no, no. Like uh, they realize that 90% of their income is coming from that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess we'll not do that. <laughs> Was it Tumblr that did that? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? That they like removed porn and they almost went bankrupt? <laughs> no. Wow. Oh, I don't know. Um, so I have two more that I wanted to quickly mention. Did you have anything else left? Uh, I have, um, I have one more. I have three more, but I can go with two. I'll go with one more. Okay, one so, more. One more. Okay, so I'll go. One. I'll go fast. Good to do one. Uh, another one. I think it's a. I think this one is actually another popular opinion. It's been, I think, pretty popular. It's uh, a watch from Bulova. It's a diver that they made. It's uh, they're honoring a 1957 series of prototypes created by Bulova for the U.S. Oh, I Navy. I like it so much. It was. You do? You, lo- you do? Mm-hmm. It's based on the uh, mill ship's W2181 mill spec contract for the early uh, early military frogmen. And it's called the Bulova Mill Ships Reissue. Uh, there are two uh, versions of the watch. One of them was with the Salida SW200 movement. And the other one uh, comes with the Miura 82S0 movement. Uh, the Salida one, automatic Swiss movement, has a price tag of $2,000 US. And the Miura one has an $895 US. Why I don't like that watch is I think it's I think it's purely because of the, the, the proportions of that watch. It has, I think, a very thick bezel. It's a 41 millimeter dial, 16 uh, millimeter lugs, by the way. Did you hear that? 16 millimeters. It's, it's like super. Stra- it is yeah, but it's, it's like my um, Sailor Moon, right? I don't think it's 16. I don't think it's no, 16, but it's like man. a huge it's case. 20. Small, 20 yeah. A 60 millimeters is what my Speedmaster tapers to. I know. But it's just, it's flat. It's, it's It starts at 16. I just, I feel like it's disproportionate. I feel like it's very top heavy. I think that the bezel is very thick. Also, I think it's a little bit too expensive for a Salida movement for $2,000. That's the limited edition. They have a thousand dollars. Yeah, a Miura. It's a Miura for a thousand dollars. It's still a for a thousand dollars. Two hundred, which it's is a thousand dollars dollar watch. Yeah, right. It's a cool watch. It's a nice ratio, but it looks a bit cheaply made to me because there's not enough detail on the dial. I think it's cool that there's like a little uh, a piece of 
uh, marking on the dial that if the watch loses its resistance, it will change color to tell you that the yeah. watch has been. I, I have to agree with you. I yeah, like I it. have to agree with you. I'm not a fan. Uh, good on Bulova though to try this shit to come out sure. with Pilot because the, yes. you know, the Bulovas of the past have been garbage. Yes, I agree. But kind like, of like Timex too, right? Just let's it's go. Garbage. And it, oh, let's try to do stuff, right? And I'm in no way I'm shitting on Bulova because it, no, like, I know what you're. If you're trying, yeah. you'll have misses, but, but you also have hits. <laughs> <laughs> right, like you can't have only hits. You can. You also have yeah. to have misses if you if you're trying. So you know what they they've released a lot of really good watches. To me, to me, anyone who's recently. interested in something watch that looks like that Boulevard, there is a watch that came out by a brand named Tornik Ravel. Tornik Ravel, believe it or not, has an interesting story. Tornik Ravel is the name of a person, uh, something Tornik, and Ravel he did it backward with his Villeray. Because Blancpain could not sell Blancpain in made in because of the Made of America program in the United States, so this guy used to buy Blancpains with collaboration of Blancpain and then rename them Tornick Rayville. Tornick because of his name and because Blancpain was made in Villeray, switched it around. Villeray area in Montreal. Villeray in Switzerland. Oh. So then he took it and it has very similar the brushed case, the twenty millimeter lug width, not sixteen brush case the water indicator inside the moisture indicator um from a brand that i'm sure you guys have heard of named mark ii um, uh, yeah. mark ii yeah, yeah. Owned, they bought tornick ravel rights and now they're reissuing them the watch is same price as the Bulova and 900 dollars, and has a quite a bit of history behind it as well so if you want a really dry they say very dry straight angle watch look at you carl uh, this is one to get i'm on their sign up i do like it very uh, cool uh, military uh, style watch if you want. Kind of looks like a pneumatic. Kind of well, yes, hey, you but a little watch? bit more uh, true to vintage. <laughs> hey, yeah, you. You want to make a watch? Yeah, you. Oh, me too. Me? <laughs> what do you want to call it? Model Uno. What's Model Uno mean? It means Model Number One. <gasps> That's so cool. Let's do it. <laughs> so Boom. Great. Boom. The rest so is history. Last one. The rest. The rest is history. Uh, the last one I'm I want to do last one or I'm doing the uh, one? Very quickly. Like it's going to take five, Sound like five, five seconds. Uh, it's actually an H. Moser that was released recently. I think, Carl, you talked about it. This is the H. Moser. Every few years, because H. Moser has a Russian heritage, uh, mm. I'm sure you've never heard this before on this podcast, uh, they release a watch that has some sort of a connection to the Russian heritage. They made a watch um, during the Dubai Watch Week, oh, yeah. which makes zero sense. Because that's not the time that you release a watch with like Cyrillic and uh, Arabic numerals on it, and it's and it's it's probably true to form because it does represent the stylings of the Imperial Russia of the 19th century, but I just think that it looks like a miniature clock <laughs> on a strap. They they try to annex the Dubai Watch Week. Exactly, <laughs> it's a like it's a. It's not an ugly watch by any means, but I do know that I can find a Vostok that looks exactly the same because they also have watches that kind of make it look like the Imperial Russia times. For and this is very similar. $25. For $25, except instead of $20,000. So. Exactly. Couple zero. How many zeros? Exactly. <laughs> so that's my last pick. It's probably not the most uh, unpopular, but... But I, I can get guess that like it's... The I wouldn't around. buy it. Here's right? an unpopular watch for you. And it... <laughs> and it what the fuck? <laughs> and it's a it's a 32 millimeter dial, by the way, which is very cool. I find, and I let's mm. say that's not that's that's actually something that when I saw it, I was like, oh, I actually starting I'm starting to like this because it's a ridiculously exquisite 
mechanism that's uh, decorated open case back, thirty-two <laughs> millimeter. But it's not the uh, it's not the uh, it's not the swastika watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin showed us like a, a watch from the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, to remind them what the party they stand for, I guess. <laughs> God damn. Guess what day it is. <laughs> Shower o'clock. All right. So, so soundbite. Last one. You can closing the today's festivist slash unpopular opinion of 2021. You're the one hosting this. No, episode. but you have to like, tomorrow, right? You want to like mention last one? Last one, right? Oh, I'll do last so one. Okay. The show with it. Quick one. Jaeger Lecoute reverse reverso tribute Burgundy reference three nine seven eight four six J. Bingo. Jaeger Reverso. Guys, last year was the twi- 90th anniversary of the Reverso. I thought you guys would come out with something better instead of your nine-piece crazy, like, tourbillon. Billion dollar. The watch that was a bazillion dollars. Wait 10 years for Ugh. an actual anniversary. Like, 90 years is really not a... 90? It's a round number. Should have come out with something. I was expecting a little bit more. Burgundy, oh, quite nice on the color. However, just a little bland. You compare it to what Cartier came out with with their must the Cartier Must, it was much more fun as a, as a as a release, a little bit more charm. GLC, to me, um, missed the mark. And I think the pressure is on them to come out with something that's a little bit more engaging, a little bit more dynamic, a little bit more innovative as uh, time is running out. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, for sure. I, I think uh, GLC is not doing much I, I don't feel like I don't think really no they haven't done Memo Vox they, they made a new uh, master control uh, thin uh, I think lineup last year but that's like a cosmetic update right they haven't done anything god damn you got like it's the age of sports watches with steel do something not that's just true. they don't have anything they don't like have that anything. Eh? they have like the the Polaris maybe the Memo Vox board but like the Polaris like that's all they got the Polaris that's it and even then the Polaris is a little Polaris. bit the Polaris yeah. is a little bit uh, boring that's Polaris sorry uh, Cool, guys. That was a good episode, even if I didn't did the subject right. No, <laughs> it's fine. It's expected. <laughs> yeah, as as per usual. Um, so see you next week. See you next week. Guys. Ciao. So if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review. There, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks. For those of you always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week.